Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Las Amazonas on the La Utans podcast. Two games in one week, fellas. Got Lou from Figueres English in the house, Edgar from Double L Nation, and Dennis, the smooth voice Gartman from Dallas, Fort Worth area, from Dennis and the Friends pod. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to another episode. Hope you guys enjoy what we're going to talk about. Especially because we're on a roll. We're dominating the league. Just hand me the championship party, guys. Leave, leave it in Monterrey when they when when it they bring it over and tour it around. Let's just keep it there because the Amazonas are on a roll. Wednesday night started off on a resounding seven to one victory against Santos Femenil. Um, just awesome to watch our squad. So deep, so deep. Um, just talk a little bit about the lineup selection that day. So for the game against Santos, we started off with Mariangela Medina. Is that her first name, right? That's my correct yep, on that? Mariangela. Yeah. 18 years old? 17. 17, not quite 18 yet. Six, six one, right? Six one. I think she's closer to six two now, man. I mean, okay. she's, six two. A lot of bright, taller. A lot of bright future there. It's that's why they probably haven't gotten after a, a foreign goalkeeper uh, in the past because they see all the potential in her. So she got her first start of the season, adds to the minutes uh, for the minor rule for the league. Uh, at right back, we had another um, debut. Gonzalez at the right back position. Nancy Antonio starting in a different position at the center back spot. Cristina Ferral, like always, holding it down in the back. Natalia Villarreal starting at left back. And then up top, some rotations, something that we don't see quite often on the men's side. We had Nayeli Rangel and Mari Carmen Reyes in a new role at the central midfielder position, uh, playing both ways, helping out in, de in defensive efforts, and then playing a little bit on the attack and on the interior side. Just in front of her, Stephanie Mayor. And then Tembi and Belen Cruz on the wings. And then Aligol Gonzalez starting up top. Cool rotation. Really uh, enjoy that aspect uh, of Milagros Martinez. Something that we criticized her and like, or like hardcore critics last season for the subs not happening and, you know, very little rotations. It's happening this season. It's happening. It's working. We're watching lots of goals happen. So um, we'll start off there. Uh, who's going to do the honors of uh, presenting their analysis of the first huge victory of the season, 7-1 to one over Santos? Dennis? Edgar, hook us up. Edgar? All right. Well, I strongly dislike trying to predict these games because you never know how it's going to go. <laughs> That's my biggest frustration. I expect a spectacular game, and then somehow I get more than what I asked for. <laughs> what, what what a terrible uh, dilemma. What a terrible life. I know. It, it's horrible. But, but no, it was a phenomenal game. Honestly, something that I didn't expect from uh, Mila Martinez, especially just seeing how last season went down. Uh, you don't expect a high-scoring game like this. You don't expect rotations like this. But... Um, it was very good to see that despite these rotations, we had a very phenomenal game. Uh, very strong players. Seeing them be in the starting lineup, I hope that that's a recurring issue for sure. 
or not issue, but recurring instance. And again, Maria Angela Medina, a phenomenal goalkeeper, uh, definitely very promising talent. I wouldn't be surprised if we're being honest. I would let go of one of our older keepers and just start pushing her more into the mix. I think that's a something that really needs to happen there. Yeah, I I mean I know she's helped us with earning that championship against Rayadas um in penalties Ophelia Solis, but I think it's uh I think you're right. I think Cecilia Santiago is clearly the number one starter. Uh she brings a lot of experience. She she brings foreign um minutes obviously in terms of being on the European continent um and you know just being one of the pioneers for Mexican soccer especially at that position. Uh, and then you have Maria Angela Medina, who huge upside, pun intended there. Uh, <laughs> and then you have Ophelia Solis, who's not going to get minutes. She's on the same category as Federico Sondo, which we obviously saw score uh, in that game. And so, but, you know, you, you just kind of get the feeling that that position is well covered, especially with the backup position and the, the selection of Cecilia Santiago over the last few years with different coaches. So um, good there. Lou, any thoughts uh, about that victory 7-1? to one? Um, Talk to me about these rotations. Did you expect that many rotations? I know that, you know, you and I were both hard critics uh, over Mila Martinez last year, but seeing that, you know, what are your uh, initial thoughts about her and what has changed this season? I think she she did a great job of bringing in. I was actually quite surprised, too. I didn't think that many changes would be made from the previous week. So I was happy to see everybody else getting minutes. Belen Cruz is a player that, you you know, you got to continue plugging in. Uh, she's, you know, talented enough to to be on the squad. She's Mila has a huge problem because... You know, you have Tembi, who, who to me is going to be an absolute starter, but you also have Montoya behind her, and you got Cruz, who also likes to play in that same spot. So now you have three really, really good players all trying to get minutes in, in that same position. So good good on Mila to give minutes to Cruz. I think it's important. Rangel is our Swiss Army knife, so I think she could be plugged in anywhere, really. You can play her... At the eight, you can play her at the nine, at the five. I've seen her even play uh, central center back, so uh, she can play anywhere. And so she's one of those players that also has the talent, you know, the, the strength to be able to play at any point. And it's going to be important to give everybody minutes just in case you have injuries. Then you can bring in the next player and they're ready to go because everybody's had, you know, a shot at it. Everybody's had rotation. So I think that's that's really good. I think – Somebody must have sat Mila down because last last season she was very reluctant to make any kind of moves like this, and so I think she's in, in going in the right direction, uh, using using the entire squad, even uh, Mane Gonzalez, who's a, one of the youngsters. You know, uh, she's getting minutes, and it, that's important as well. Get, giving our youngsters minutes, time to get out there, and uh, you know, develop. So I think good on good on her. Yeah, and you know, we talked about you know, her big or great problem that it was going to be to to select players moving forward at when the season started. Uh, one of the players that, you know, I personally said that, you know, probably wasn't going to get very minutes at all was going to be Nancy Antonio. So seeing her on the field, maybe not in the most comfortable position for her, but a position that she's not 
unfamiliar with. Um, great to keep her involved, you know, because that's going to be the key. Keep all the players involved to make sure they all feel that they are contributing to the overall success and championship aspirations that they have to seek the back-to-back. And but, it's good to, like, like a player like Antonio, for example, that played holding mid for such a long time, to uh, to us, she could be like like Guido Pizarro. She's good. She's good on the ball. She's a good distributor, very solid. So why not start trying her out as central center back? Uh, in case anything, you know, obviously we never want to think about injuries, but what if anything happens to Ferral or or uh, Espinosa? Now you have another option there uh, where you can play another player. So yeah, and it's and- it's it's good to to use players like that as well. Mexican Mexico call-ups too, you know, Ferral and Greta could be gone and you have Nancy Antonio that could be plugged in. Nayeli Rangel can be plugged there uh, and possibly Konya Plumer can also play back if she doesn't get called by her national team. So good to keep them involved and get, getting those minutes. Um, obviously seven to one victory and we saw some important goals happening. I know you have a thread going um, of the, games of Tigres Femenil, so I'm going to see if you can pull that up for us in that in that game. But most importantly, uh, Stephanie Mayor um, was able to secure that 96 goal to make her the top scorer for Tigres Femenil, um, a goal record that we thought Ovalle was going to get to first, but after so many games that Ovalle was so close and had very many different fights with the post at many different fields and stadiums. Uh, Stephanie Mayor sneaked up from last season, you know, help us get on that run to get the championship and then started off this season hot with scoring so many goals for us. So uh, thoughts on that, Dennis, uh, 96 goals for uh, uh, Stephanie Mayor. It's well-deserved. It's, you know, it's what you expected because she's, she's a legend. She's very clearly a legend for our club. And it's really interesting, and I'm glad you you brought this question to me, because I think it's really interesting that despite the wealth of attacking talent that we just gained in this window with uh with Ali Gol, with Thembi, and with uh Jenny, that Stephanie's the you know, she's reaping the, the benefits the most right now. I think that's so interesting at this early stage of the season. And it's great. Like she has what six goals, right, Lou? Six or seven? Seven. This... Seven goals. Yeah, which is which is incredible, right? Crazy like, good. Which, you know, again, like despite the clear competition that she has to face now, um, in that in that front three, four, whatever you want to throw out there, she is she's crushing it. And it, also that part of it's because the the gravity of the players that we've brought in, like, allow her to like be more open and to have more space, like Jenny Hermoso, like we've talked about already, she's a World Cup winner for crying out loud. Thembi's one of the most dynamic wingers in the world, not just in our league. And Alison Gonzalez is a great goal scorer in her own right. And so Mayor is getting all these spaces that she didn't have as often in previous seasons. Like she's had them, but like she hasn't had them as often because of just the nature of of being around those three players um, in various stages. And it's just really cool that she is like shot up, like you just mentioned, in, in the in the club goal scoring uh, ranks, and 
Um, it it is pretty funny that she got there before Ovaya though. It is, you know, kind of funny that it ended up in that way. And Ovaya, you know, finally got her first or second the other day too. So it's cool to see her start to get going on the goal scoring front again. But I I think it's awesome that both of those girls are uh seeing seeing a lot of opportunities, a lot even more opportunities than before because of who they're surrounded with now and despite all the rotation like they're getting all the chances in the world to you know be able to score and to uh put those stats up even more so it's really cool and the confidence too right like you know you talk about the additions of all those players that Tigres Femenil has and Stephanie Mayor has been a top player and pioneer for a lot of Mexican girls in terms of, you know, going to Europe, being a national team player at a very young age, demonstrating she's a captain of the national team. Um, so I think that the confidence that she probably feels at being around these players to also step up her game and, and, and not necessarily to their faces, but, you know, in performances, let them know that it's still her team in terms of, her being the attacking threat because when she first landed, she became an instant uh, contribution on the field, whether it was as a, you know, an association type player of setting other players up and then be- becoming the actual focal point of the attack to now being still the focal point of the attack, but having a role in a lot more progression from the midfield, you know, distributing the game and then having that, Stephanie Mayor, we saw when we first got her scoring goals from all angles, from all areas of the field. So I think it's really cool to also see how she's stepping up to the competition that's being presented to her by her teammates. So great uh, on that front. Lou, any, uh, can you help us out with the goals that happen from your uh, threads you got going on? Yeah, so I've been keeping a thread on Twitter every week of who's scoring just to just because I wanted to see the scoring distribution that's happening this season because I thought it'd be really interesting to see where the goals get distributed. I think we were very we relied very heavily on on Ovalle, on on Reyes and Mayor to do the bulk of the scoring last season. And so I've been keeping up every week. So week three, which was against Santos, uh, Mayor had a brace. And then everybody scored. Reyes scored one. Rangel scored one. Antonio scored one. Cruz scored one. And Elizondo scored one towards the end. So awesome distribution there. And then on in week four, it was really interesting. We had three players with a brace. So Ovalle had two goals. Jenny Hermoso had two goals. And Mayor had two goals. And then Tembi scored the, the other one. So, so far, the way it's, it's uh, looking... Is Mayotte's at seven goals, Tembi's at three, Hermoso's at two, and Ovalle's at two. And then wow. the rest of the players have one. So we're doing a really good job of getting everybody involved. Everybody's getting chances. And uh, and so it's going to be really interesting, not only the scoring battle between Mayor and, and Ovalle for who's going to be at the top of the all-time scoring list, but also for this season, who ends up you know, winning the – the scoring title for the league. Uh, obviously, there's other players involved. Uh, Licha Cervantes from Chivas and and uh, Corral from, from Pachuca, who's, who's going to battle as well. But I think the winner is probably going to come out of our team. The way things are going, we've scored 20 goals so far this season in four games. 
So the, the way it's looking is that we're going to be scoring in bunches and our players are going to probably take the scoring title. So we'll see how that ends up. We might have our own runoff as on the scoring title between our teams. Yeah. Between our teams. Should be really interesting. Um I definitely want to circle back to those goals that you mentioned because Double O Nation here presented a question as we were preparing for this pod. Um, but we'll get to that once we get to that second game. Any last thoughts uh on this game? I just want to add that. A former Amazona was on the scoreboard as well by for Santos. Michel Ruiz scored a nice really goal from outside the box. Uh, so all for uh, Amazonas and a former Amazona was on the scoreboard. Um, good to see that she obviously needed more minutes when she was at Tigres, and you know, I think I'm not sure if she was loaned out or actually sold, but uh, good to see that she's getting the minutes and obviously scoring at Volcan must have been special for her because she obviously was formed there. You could tell she was really excited that that she scored, but at the same time didn't want to celebrate. So it was yeah. kind of like mixed feelings for her. Uh, but, you know, I never want to see anybody score against my team. But if anybody scores against us, I'm happy that it was Michelle Ruiz. You know, she's she was always a good player for us. And, and it's good to see them succeed outside our institution. Absolutely. Moving on to the second game that the Amazonas had, um, we saw some more rotations. Uh, Mila Martinez continues to surprise us and impress us with the selection of the starting lineup. So for the game against Leon on the road, uh, we had Cecilia Santiago back on goal, Hannah Gutierrez back at her starting right back position, Cristina Ferral at her natural center back position alongside Greta Espinosa, Natalia Villarreal starting. Um, she seems to get the nod over Anika. Obviously, Anika's coming back from a injury, but Anika's healthy now. It just it, it must be just a matter of getting game form to get the 90 minutes in. But Natalia Villarreal is still getting the confidence by Mila to start. And then back to the midfield, uh, Mari Carmen Reyes alongside Liliana Mercado. That's going to be a really interesting uh battle once we uh get about another month month and a half in even two months once alexia delgado comes back fully healthy i don't know who's gonna be sad but it ain't gonna be reyes uh and then you have in front of them world cup winner and new edition jenny hermoso and then on the right wing the new sensation of the league tembi and then at the left wing position the best player in the league, Lisbeth Valle, and then the historic goal scorer for our club up top, Stephanie Mayor. So Alison Gonzalez was moved to the bench. Jenny Hermoso comes in. Tembi continues to start. Liana Mercado comes back in. Hannah and Natalia and Greta and Cecilia. Eight players right there rotated. And we can't get two on the men's side. We got to figure something else on the men's side. <laughs> no kidding and they don't and the the girls just have league like they don't have you know a league's cup or a coca champions yet to, Which we to need deal it. with we need it we do need it's it. coming though it's coming and we need that club women's world cup too so that we can play against some of these big teams and get even more exposure and i think we do well in it so this game was you know Good for us. A lot of really nice goals in this game. We saw 
like you, uh, Lou mentioned, Jenny Hermoso was able to score. She scored two goals. A couple, uh, three players had, you know, braces. Um, what do we think of Jenny Hermoso's goals? I mean, what are what are the uh, what do we see Jenny Hermoso being uh, on the field for Tigres Femini Lou this season? Uh, she's a player that's going to free up everybody um, because she's able to come down and almost play like a post player. And she's so big that she protects the ball so well. And then she's very good at distributing. She has like, I don't know if she's got eyes in the back of her head or, or a third eye somewhere, but she's, she reads the field so well and is able to make really sharp passes. And Players will, you know, when they try to body her up, push her around, she's so strong on the ball that they can't move her. So I think she's doing a lot of the, or part of the work that Mayor was having to do last season and was struggling with. And that's freed up Mayor quite a bit. Um, not to mention, I don't want to just mention the goal scoring because obviously she came in for the goal scoring and she's going to have those options either in the air or just being in the box. But I think her ability to distribute, I think, goes unnoticed quite a bit, and it's a little bit underrated. Uh, just some of the passes I saw in that Leon game, I mean, they were really, really sharp. It's it's from a player who who has a really sharp mind that that's reading the game really well, that that knows where players are going, is very aware of the space around her, and so you see that intelligence in her, and you you understand why she's a, a world class player, a top player. Uh, so. In, in a lot of ways, she's going to contribute more than just scoring for us this season. And then I think I think uh, Dennis said it in the group chat. This this team is a is a is a cheat code. I mean, it's every time Thambi touches the ball, you feel like we're going to score. It's unbelievable. I mean, it's just the scoring options are just everywhere this season. You've got Hawaii on the left and Thambi on the right, and now you got Mayor and and Hermoso up the middle. I mean, it's just for for a back line, you you know you got to be super scared to face these these players uh, week in and week out. One hundred percent, Edgar. Um, you posed this question to us um, as we were getting ready for this pod in the last couple of days. Um, which one was our favorite goal from the fourteen goals that were scored in the last five days? Um, which one was yours? And why? So mine was Avaya's that tied up the the record just because that's who I was rooting for from the start. Um, I'm not necessarily mad that she's not in the lead. If anything, that just makes this whole sport more exciting. But that was my favorite. And which leaves her at uh, she's at 97 goals uh, after scoring those two goals in the game. And she's one behind Stephanie Mayor, which is at 98. Uh, which both passed up Katy Martinez um, with 95. Belen Cruz trailing after that with 72. And Big Fish with 47 goals uh, in the number uh, fifth spot, uh, which could potentially change soon with Tembi and Alison coming back. So lots of firepower there. But great choice. Dennis, any uh, of your favorite any any favorite goal from these fourteen goals that were scored by the Amazonas? Man, I can't rem- I can't remember all of them off the top of my head, but I I definitely remember uh, Mayor's 
outside the box cracker of a goal against uh Leon. Was it the Santos? Yeah, the Leon game, not the yeah. Santos game, the Leon game. Yeah, that was that was really strong. I liked Hermoso's goals too. Just pure striker, pure number nine goals, like knows where to be, like right position. Like one of them was a header, the other one was off one of her foots, I think. And just, you know, just very classic. I like her in the sense of like she's great for the vibes. Not that we had bad vibes like last year per se, but you can tell that the spirits are even greater than what they have been before. Hello, loose cat. Um, they're even greater than they have been before. Um, just because she she's just full of joy and full of happiness, and I think the team like really feeds off of that, especially coming from her with the you know the pedigree that she has um and the obviously all the accolades that she has to her name as well so i think that helps the more good vibes that you have the better more more good vibes to the power of the friendship of the amazonas that's right that's right what did they, Be, what did before we before we close out i do want to share a couple stats man i, I think they're real interesting let me know on. when you guys are ready hold on Lou, before you get to don't your mind my cat Hold on before you get to your stats. I have two questions. Where did how did the power of the friendship thing start? And which one was your favorite goal, Lou? We scored 14 goals. Oh, I'm trying to walk away the, from that question. The like power that. of the friendship thing started because I think it was some Americanista fans that were that were kind of taking jabs at us because of all the, the video logs that, that were popping up and you know how everybody's super friendly in the locker room and all that stuff. Okay. And they started to kind of like Somebody, it was it was like a back and forth, if I recall correctly, and and they said they meant somebody from from one of our fans mentioned that we have great chemistry, and so the comeback was like, oh, el poder de la amistad, you know, like kind of like you can't win games con el poder de la amistad, and so our fans kind of took it to heart and said, okay, we'll see, and so when the final happened, and we we beat America in the fashion that we did. Then obviously we we came back with yeah we we took it on just pure friendship power you know the so first I thought you know I thought it was a good good little jab of us to you know win because America had put together that squad to beat us they right. they wanted they want what we want you know they want to be at the top they want to be the most powerful team and and they had put that squad together to. You know, to make us look bad, and then in the end, we we came out victorious, and so it was all on the poder de la amistad, you know. So the first that's how that if my understanding is correct, that's how that all came about. The first time I saw it, I came across a picture of the Care Bears <laughs> <laughs> holding hold hands, and this said the the poder de la amistad, and I was like, "What is this?" Um, it's usually that one or the Powerpuff Girls. <laughs> yes, so, I've seen that one. Oh man, shout out Theatres Feminine Twitter. It's amazing. Um it's the they're they're I they're we're all I include us, but you know, as a as a fan base for Theatres Feminine, I, I love us on social media. We are so adamant and behind the squad. It's great. Um I would even push even more than being behind the men's side. Um but Lou. Favorite goal out of the 14 goals. F favorite goal has to be Hawaii. And I'll tell you why it's it's Hawaii. 
both of them were golazos. The one Dennis mentioned, the Mayor, was was an awesome golazo. And Novales was an awesome golazo, too, because it was from the edge of the box on the far left, and it went upper 90. So, I mean, that it was pure, pure class. But it's a golazo because it broke the drought. And I, I don't know how many fans know, but it was 1,349 minutes without scoring for a while. Wow. Woo. 14, yeah, that must have that, that dated back to like match for match day 13 or 14, no? Uh, like, even further back. Yeah, it she was, went it was like what a, August? Yeah, she like she got like she pushed for the goal record and then she got super close, obviously, one, one goal away and then went months without scoring. And so, to, to me. She finally got the monkey off the back. I think there was a yeah. lot of stuff kind of weighing on her. And when you're in a big slump as a player and you, you score in that fashion, I think it just – the relief comes. And and I think now she's going to just score in bunches. Watch. I mean, she's going to score regularly now. She's not going to struggle to score. A lot of it is mental. And so I think she had that mental block. And so she, once she was able to score, get it out of the way, I think now she'll be she'll be back to her old self. Man, I like the goals that you mentioned, or you all mentioned, but y'all sleeping on one. Tembi. No. Who? It was the game against Santos, our scoring champ. Tell me you didn't like that goal, upper 90, left side, Damian Alvarez style, going opposite post by Mari Carmen Reyes. Yeah, yeah that was, that was that's a, a good shot. Yeah. That was a golazo, for sure. But For sure. I don't think neither of the choices that we brought up today um, could have gone unnoticed or not talked about. So great choices there. Uh, just dominant performances by Las Amazonas, and it seems like it's going to continue that way. So uh, we got Friday game against Tigres. I'm sorry, against Cholos Femenil. Are we on the road? We're at home. On a Friday? Mm. Okay, good because I I absolutely hate that that field at, oh, I hate on it. the border. So it doesn't favor the men's side. Uh, it doesn't favor the women's side because of the possession that we like to have, obviously. So, um, last thoughts as we head into that game, predictions and any expected rotations. I feel like if we don't score seven now, it's like a disappointment. You know what I mean? I don't know how good. Is. They're, they're a good squad they're a decent okay. squad i think okay. i think if if we get three or four goals on them i think it'll be a good game okay fine five nothing i guess yeah. five nothing i'll reduce <laughs> i'll reduce my expectations a little bit any more Ovaya than five brace. And edgar will brace, though. i'll say that Ovaya brace edgar eight zero jesus yeah <laughs> <laughs> interesting eight, oh my god Someone reaches 100 goals. I don't know who, but somebody's going to do it. It's going to be like that account Miguel Angel Garza is like it was it was fair up until the the, the starting of the or the blow of the whistle of the of the game or kickoff. <laughs> That's awesome. 8-0. Love the confidence. Are we going to score 10 in a game at some point? I'll have to, dude. Yes. Have to. Who's the worst team right now? Is it Puebla or Mazatlán or Toluca? Santos is up there. Yeah, Santos, Santos is pretty bad. And um, I feel yeah, like it's easier to name the good teams. Yeah, that was struggling too. What do you think, Lou? How many put up on Cholos? 
I think it's going to be a 4-1. That's one thing I'll mention about if if I'm going to be negative today in this pod is that we're giving up a lot of easy goals. I think there is some things we've got to fix in the back. There's little little small portions of the game where we kind of fall asleep. The back line's kind of falling asleep on us. And there, the, the one goal that Leon scored on penalty, that was not a PK. I mean, that, that was a gift. But then the other one, it was everybody was asleep in the back line, and we and they scored on us. So that's one thing we got to fix. I think we've we've given up too many goals against weaker opponents. Uh, I think last year around this time, our first three games were shutouts, and then the fourth game was a two-two tie versus Chivas. So I think in that sense, we could fix the defensive side, be a little sharper, uh, and and that that'll be the one criticism I mentioned, but. Tijuana's a tough team, so I'm going to go 4-1. That's fair. You don't want to build bad habits early I mean, in the season. Do you blame them for falling asleep? They're have, they're watching all the offense scoring seven goals a game. That's <laughs> true. So, uh, can't blame one, them. One more, one more shout, actually. We got to 200 wins, the Femenil did. So that's, that's a big thing. First team to 200, and that's... 200 wins out of 275 games. So that's really, really Holy good. Holy cow. Oh, man. Yeah. How many times? As you know, those se- 75, a lot of those were probably ties, you know, most of them. So, I mean, I, if you had to take a guess without looking out of those 75 matches, how many do you think are losses? Probably 15, 16 losses, maybe. We're talking. They started in 2017, so we're on the seventh year of the league, six and a half year. I'm thinking they have lost, probably at the beginning they lost a couple more, but I'm thinking no more than three matches per season. Yeah, that, 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 would, that would cut it. Uh, yeah. Okay. 15. I'll check, gonna... that. I'll check that stat and then get back with you on in the I next pod. But Close. I think that's close because was um... – our Canadian coach, whose name is left in my mind. Moscato. Moscato, yes. She was getting heavily criticized because she, I believe, tied or broke the record of most losses in a season with four. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, Luke, make, make sure you uh, quote Tito's once uh, the pod's out. Let us know. Give us some clout on your uh, famous timeline. Um, Bro said clout. <laughs> we got the dude. We got the guy with like five thousand followers in the house. Got to make sure he, he. We get all his fans. All his I'm audience. like El Rompas, man. It's all bots, bro. It's all bots. <laughs> his AI buddies. Oh man. You know well, that's how he won the 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 voting against the Miguel Angel Garza account. That you was, know? It was all fraud. bots, bro. So stupid. <laughs> um. Oh, last man. thing before we head out, a new. Amazona on the horizon. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Mm. Which I have siblings to a player from the men's side. Yeah, I have mixed feelings about that. Tatiana Flores coming on board. I mean, we saw that from a long time ago that was going to happen, especially with uh, uh, what is the agency? MKT. M- the marketing jersey. Marketing jersey. Marketing jersey. Uh, agency having to say and providing players for Tigres. What do we think about the addition um, of Tatiana Flores? She was at Chelsea, then Atletico Madrid, 
didn't really get a lot of playing time. She's 19 years old, um, coming into a team full of stars. So obviously she's got a lot of name off the field. But what do we truly expect out of the new player coming on? It's a good opportunity to get um, the minors minutes, I think. One extra player to have there that you can – because currently, who who do you have? You have Maria, Maria Angela Medina, Mane Gonzalez. And so that will be your third option. I don't think Hannah counts anymore, and if she counts, it's partial. Yeah, it's like twenty five percent. You've got Dady Ramirez out. You got Liz Contreras out with injury, and uh, Blanca Munoz is still uh, out because of injury. So you got three minors who who could have potentially gotten minutes. Ana Salas, very young still. So you you know you, it's a good opportunity to have a, that third person to be able to use for for minutos. So I think. It's it's not a bad addition on the social media side though. I think she's gonna give us a boost. Another English speaker, so more uh, more brand recognition as well. So I think that that helps. I mean, it de definitely doesn't hurt. So she's eighteen and she plays forward. Um, she has one U seventeen World Cup where she played three matches and got one yellow card in twenty twenty two. No goals, no assists. Um, I think you're right. I think presence wise, uh, we got the, the flowers family, uh, helping us out, reach a different type of audience within the, the brand, which I, I really enjoy that. I think it, it definitely brings in, uh, different types of fans onto both sides, the feminine and the men's side. So that's cool, uh, on off the field. On the field, uh, you've touched up the minor role. And who knows? I mean, with the national team call-ups, I, I think we're going to lose players. We're going to lose Mayor. We're going to lose Ovalle. We're going to lose Jenny Hermoso. We're going to lose Tembi. We're going to lose uh, Alexia Delgado. We're going to lose... Uh, Anika. Anika. Damn, that's seven. We're going to lose... Even Beta. EJ. Even, huh? e Evelyn, even Evelyn EJ. Yeah. And then Perral... You're talking about, and then if Bloomer, if Jamaica has something going on, potentially 11 players that could be gone. On top, you had Jocelyn Montoya, who's been called up in the past. Belen Cruz has got been called up in the in the past. Um, Mari Carmen Reyes, who's been called up in the past. Alison, who's been called in the past. That's 14 players potentially going. Nancy Antonio. 15 players with national team experience or potential. We're basically two national teams. Man. That is wild. That only reminds me of the 2017 roster even more. 2016-27 roster on the men's side where we had so many national team players on the men's side. And it was just wild to see all different types of, types of countries calling up our players. So amazing to see on the feminine side. Hopefully Tatiana does get some minutes. Um, and doesn't really, but also I think it's going to, you know, you, we talk about the power of the friendship. Uh, I think that that's going to contribute also to her development and being around uh, a group of, uh, of women who are great leaders, who have championship pedigree and who care about each other. And, you know, in a club like Tigres who values the women's team, I think that's, it's a great spot, you know, especially with her brother, you know, again, being an asset to the future. 
I think it, it just plays well on both ends for her to land at Tigres and Tigres to receive from her. So she was interviewed on uh, on Sunday night by Azteca Deportes Siete, and she she seems happy. I think she's probably friends with a few of the players already from being called up to the the youth national team. So I think it'll it'll just it'll be good chemistry. Yeah, she pulled uh, Marcelo Flores like he did on me. I asked him a question, and then he was nervous, and he didn't really want to speak to me. <laughs> well, it didn't help that Maria Angela Medina was also, like, laughing at her in the background, man. I mean, it's like, yeah. as we say in, in Nuevo León, La Chivio, you know. Yeah, 100%. Well, I think that's it for us, guys. Long night. Uh, great content today on both squads. Um for those listening, thank you for uh, taking the time to listen to another episode of Las Amazonas on the Low Times podcast. We hope to see you guys soon and tuning in to future pods. And we hope to hear from you on any feedback. And let's get that dub on Sunday. Arriba, Arriba, Take care, everybody. Peace.